You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Run like a wild man. I watched you struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. Jerry Stadium. During their stadium time is 8.55 p.m. Central. You are turned into the Orange Crew Podcast. My name is Ryan Starrett, at Ryan S. Starrett on Twitter. And since I'm running the show tonight, I just want to let you know that the Hawks won the trade. Uh... Joining me with that sweet Fort Payne ASMR, your source for all Star Wars news and takes, is Chief. How's it going, Chief? I'm sure. Uh, Crow is doing family things tonight, I think. Just unpacking from vacation. So uh, yeah. we yeah, are that run the ship. It's a shame. We had a lot of uh, pre-Euros talk. because The Euros start uh, in two days. Yeah, I don't know about that. I figured we'd just talk about Bad Batch tonight. Well, we can do that, too. <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of slow getting going the first couple episodes, but uh, I think this last week kind of set the stage for where they're going with the show. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah it was pretty good. Uh, you know, I, the animation is incredible. It, it's it's crazy to see. It, it's ba- because it it is the same animation, uh, more or less, that was used on Clone Wars, and now that they they've advanced it to this point and. I'm glad to see that Disney embraced that because they went away with it from it with Rebels and they sort of bend it off when they got it. They just said we're done with Clone Wars, it's over. But um, it, it it's one of the best looking animated shows, it, it, which is hilarious because when the Clone Wars first aired, it was it was more pretty or less it, people just made fun of it because it looked yeah. weird and and bad and. and the range of emotions they can do with it now with, with facial expressions and, and stuff like that, which they could not do uh, for the longest time with Clone Wars is, is crazy. Um, and it, it visually, it's a great, great looking show. Um, yeah. I've it, watched all of the like so Clone Wars rebels and now bad batch within mm-hmm. the last year. Yeah. Uh, so seeing all of that with, you know, no time in between. It's pretty stunning how far it's been and how <laughs> yeah. bad it was to start with. Yeah. But like, even with the, you know, the last arc of Clone Wars, I watched that like stitched together with uh, episode three. Yeah. So kind of like going back and forth, and it was easy enough to just forget that one was animated and one wasn't. Yeah. Well, it, and the show is all uh, well. Con- we're talking about this like it is the Clone Wars. It basically is. The, the, the Clone Wars has always looked good with like vehicle shots, space shots, stuff like that. Yep. That's always looked really good. And now everything else is sort of caught up to that, which is which is pretty cool. Um, and uh, like you said, the, the show is a little slow and I, I'm not super into this idea. I, I like really I I would have been happier if this was just like an A team kind of show. They just did many adventures every week, and um, it, it seemed to be focusing on uh, Omega and wherever that's yeah. going to go. Which I don't think that's how they marketed it. Uh, yeah, not at all. It's without I, saying I, it, it's really I, don't, I don't think we have to say Omega. I just think that's just the uh, uh, New Zealand of the Kiwi pr- pronunciation. Pr- pr- yeah, the Kiwi pronunciation of Omega. Uh, but uh, yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, I do not like that weapon they gave her. It's it's even worse than uh, Ezra's lightsaber slingshot uh, or yeah, lightsaber. Worse than the the helicopter lightsabers. Uh, worse. Uh, the helicopter okay. lightsabers are all right. I mean, they make <laughs> sense. They make sense in some way. Uh, but yeah, that uh, that thing I didn't like too much. I don't like the the two sisters either. I was like, not these people, really. <laughs> oh my god but you know they didn't I thought they were going to ruin the episode because I thought that arc with them in the, the last season of Clone Wars was horrible 
like the worst thing, one of the worst things that Clone Wars. So, yeah, a lot of people got mad at that, and I'm guessing it's probably because if you were invested in the Clone Wars for several years, you didn't want yeah. that to be one part. Yeah, uh, as someone who like, you know, I watched it all at the same time, so it sure I didn't really feel like oh, it's ending. Um, so I don't think it's that bad. But. Well, anyway. <laughs> they're back uh, I, but I did like you know the, the, the latest episode was was pretty good and it, it's leading into other things other than setup. it feels like like there's just going right. to be more and more stuff so you can kind of see the groundwork now of not just character development but yeah. plot lines that they can carry out right um, alright well we don't have to go too deep into that uh, yeah just want to now that we got Crow wasn't here tonight, we had some time. Yeah, well, uh, go watch the Bad Batch on uh, on um, Disney Plus. It's uh, yeah. and Loki coming out this week. Yeah, Loki's uh, out. Probably by the, the time you hear this, it will be out. Yeah, uh, if we're going by our, our uh, the schedule we've had lately, the day after Loki comes out, probably. But uh, <laughs> uh, you're probably not listening. No one's listening to this anyway because the new Hardcore History dropped uh, minutes ago seems so if you're listening to us instead of hardcore history uh one, I'm flattered two uh you might be crazy i don't know well maybe they're just taking a break from their five-hour podcast <laughs> in the middle inserting We're the halftime show yeah something that's definitely not as good that you can go and uh get a hot dog and not miss anything uh while you're listening to it we're the bathroom break of uh hardcore history yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the little bit of news we have from, I guess, the past two weeks, because we, we missed you guys last week. Um, previously, we had Nerd on to talk to us about uh, some transfers coming in, and guys that have already signed, so maybe some potential guys. Uh, this past week, we got uh, Jordan Ingram running back from Central Michigan. Uh, played at St. Paul's in Mobile, which, if I understand correctly, is a pretty big program down there. Yeah, yeah, that's where um, uh, Did John Davis played there. I think uh, AJ, I think AJ McCarron went there too. Okay. Uh, uh, anyone, if you know anyone from Mobile that didn't go there, they all hate everyone that went there. So, <laughs> uh, so is this like the Mountain Brook of Mobile? Or? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's the it's a private school, so it's uh, they recruit and they do all kinds of oh, crazy well, stuff and. Uh, are pretty good at everything as a result. So, so yeah. So Ingram they also have fraternities to... and sororities. Wait, what? Sorry, yeah, you got me, got me hooked there. What is that about? Yeah, sorry, I, I, it, it's weird. I instead of Greek life though, is it, is it Roman life? Because <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, exactly. I don't know. It uh, it's that's something I encountered. Uh, I guess my second year of of school here at Auburn. So this would have been spring of two thousand three. And it was the most bizarre thing I'd ever heard, and they were acting like it was normal. Hmm. And it, it's not just exclusive to St. Paul's, I don't think. I think it's uh, a mobile thing. It's a mobile thing, yeah. Hmm. Maybe just with private schools, or I, I don't really know. No one that I knew that went to Davidson was I, was involved in this sort of thing, but uh, yeah, I think uh, uh, Zach Webster, if you're listening, you're our mobile guy. So tell us about that. Yeah, yeah. Somebody hit us up with the uh, the mobile sorority fraternity thing. Maybe it's no longer a thing. I don't know. I am ancient, so. Is there a mobile uh, machine working down there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So Ingram, though, uh, yeah, played at St. Paul's in Mobile. Was all state senior high school. Uh, had some interest from a bunch of you know Power Five programs. Uh, I think like Auburn and LSU looked at him, but he was kind of lower on the list and just didn't make it from a numbers perspective. Mm. Uh, so going up Central Michigan, didn't play last year. So he'll have all his eligibility left. Um, you know, you don't expect any running backs coming in right now to get a ton of snaps behind tank, but um, good depth considering the limited numbers we have there. Yeah. Is this a, is it, you think this is a coach corn pickup? Uh, since he uh, I'm not sure. I mean, mobile, I, I think he had connect. interest in Auburn already. So when you hit the portal, uh, yeah, I'm not sure who was recruiting him. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he's got the uh, competition. I mean, he's played a lot of the 
guys that he'll be playing with at Auburn now. Um, yeah. And uh, it's good. We've seen this already with Marcus Harris, the defensive lineman from Kansas, who is from Montgomery, uh, of Auburn going out and getting some local kids, trying to bring them back home, maybe set up some inroads for recruiting in the future. Yeah, that'd be nice. Real nice. Yeah. Uh, so on the basketball front, uh, we had a transfer who is no longer coming to Auburn after some drama the last week or so about is he is he going to make it? Is he not? Uh, Desi Sills, after some, I'm, I don't want to call him academic issues because it's not like he was like failing classes or anything. Yeah, uh, but just Auburn doesn't offer his major, and so a lot of his credits weren't going to transfer here. Um, and it's, really? I've seen the question of like, oh, why doesn't he just pick a different major? But with him being a senior, if he changed majors at this point, the way I understand it is that he would fall behind like the NCAA right duration progress. Well, uh, so. yeah, I um, I have a lot of questions around this. Uh, one, what are they teaching in Arkansas? That yeah, my my first thought is that Arkansas is just a low level uh, JUCO at this point. Yeah, well, my um. What I thought might be the deal when this first like kind of got floated around is that they've got athletes taking a bunch of independent study courses, and that's why it wouldn't transfer over. Yeah. Um, it, 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 Auburn has plenty of majors, like they have just general studies basically. Um, and he could have gotten that. Maybe I, I mean I don't know. Maybe everything's in one thing, and they couldn't have. Like maybe all of those classes are in one major, one specific thing, and it, it wouldn't qualify. Like he hasn't taken a bunch, of, like any math or any English or any uh, science or history or whatever it is that would have disqualified him. But that that does seem to be the uh, uh, the thought there is that it wouldn't. He would have fallen behind the, the NCAA's uh, on track to graduate. Uh, yeah, so I mean, like, I'm looking, uh, I, I'm trying to find his major, what it was in Arkansas, but I, I do see that he made uh, department honor roll for a GPA over 3.0 last year. Yeah. SEC honor roll. Right. In the spring. So, like, it, I don't think it was a grades issue. It was just transferring credits. Is, uh, uh, it, here's the question. Is Arkansas accredited? <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that what's going on here? Uh, it's a, it stinks for the guy because he clearly wanted he to come He clearly here. wanted to be here. Yeah. Um. And you know, it's it's a loss for Auburn. He's a good player. Um. He's now going to end up at uh, Arkansas State. I think is what we found yeah, out today as we were he's from Jonesboro. I think so. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um. You know, it, it stinks. Um. We're now without another body. Uh. Which would unfortunate that we don't have Trey Alexander still on board. But yeah, um, we do have Katie Johnson, though. So, yeah, I, I am excited about Katie. I'm curious what this does to the depth chart, though. Because uh, I mean, you, you have to have another guard. Yeah. Right now, you only have three natural guards. And uh, well, it's it's going to be Flan, Flanagan. Unfortunately. Right. But if Flanagan's your starting three, is he getting minutes of the two or is Cambridge going to move over? Well, yeah. surprises with just, you know, a Javon McCormick type pickup that no one's heard of. Well, J- Jalen uh, needs to run the run the point. Well, so. you know, I'm, I'm on board there. <laughs> and then we move all these other guys down into the other uh, the two and yeah. the three. I, I've been on the record for a while that I think Jabari could play the three and that frees up playing to play the two. But uh, not everybody agrees with that. So we'll see well, how it works out. I mean, we haven't even gotten into um, – summer practices or anything, so they've got plenty of time to sort it out. It's true, and uh, I think everyone is on campus except for Katie Johnson already, so... Uh, I believe so, yeah. That's pretty good. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not... It's not a deal-breaker. It just kind of... It's another... We're down a body, and with Thor being gone for sure now, which I think we all pretty much knew was going to happen... Uh, you know, it's a little bit more of a challenge for Bruce now, and it's a different challenge than he was going to have where he was going to have too many guys in the same position. So, Yeah, I mean, I, it definitely hurts the depth just because at this rate, if you have a guard injury, you're kind of thin there now. 
Yeah. Uh, I I am kind of wondering if this uh, opens the door for uh, our favorite walk-on, Leor Berman, to become a scholarship player. He's always at 11 right now. Um, I think... Will he be a junior this year? I mean, he'll be whatever he wants to be, I guess, because he got a free year this last year. Let's see. He was a sophomore this past season. Okay, so he'll be a sophomore. We we've got to come up. They've got to come up with a term for, I guess, COVID sophomore is what it'll be this next year. Is that? Yeah, I mean, for the seniors, they're you know they're calling them super seniors. Okay, super sophomore. Yeah. (laughs) COVID, you know, brings up some morbid thoughts, I guess. But I mean, that's basically what they are: is COVID, whatever. That's going to be interesting. I mean, it's. With guys that were, you know, freshmen this past year, that's, you're going to be thinking about what their eligibility is five years from now. Yeah, and, and, and I, you know, like uh, Dylan Cardwell played sixty seasons. Yeah, were, yeah. you know, redshirt season or something like that. I think in basketball, you're not really going to see that be much of a problem because most guys by the the fourth year they're going to sure. go play in Europe or you know they'll they'll go try to make money somewhere. Um, football is where it'll be really interesting, and even some of the other sports, baseball, um, uh, you know, yeah. if you stick around, maybe you're really good that sixth year, and, uh, you know, you get drafted, whereas maybe you wouldn't the year before or something like that. So You think about it. I mean, it, it opens the door for a 24-year-old yeah. yeah, playing against 18-year-olds that, like, it's yeah. not like they, you know, it's not like a BYU player that was doing the mission for a couple of years. It's, it's a guy that's been playing in the college system for five years. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks like it's uh, unfortunate. Hated for Desi. Uh, you know, happy he's already found a landing spot. Um, but I, I, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't temper my excitement for this team at all. Yeah. I, I, I'm a... Uh... I'm still excited. It, it's uh, I I liked him as a as a player, but he he was always going to be a, a role player on this team, just right. like he was. So it's it's not it's not I, a huge I would loss. Assume he's going to go start at Arkansas State. I don't know the roster. But. Yeah, I don't either. But you, one would assume if a guy was getting minutes and had some pretty great performances at in the SEC, surely he can go to Arkansas State and do a job. All right, you want to take a quick commercial break before we get to our, uh, not really game, but our interesting topic of the night? Yeah, let's do it. This is brought to you by MeUndies. What are you talking about? I'm not wearing any MeUndies. (laughs) Would we be a MeUndies or a uh, Tommy John's podcast? Uh, Bomba Socks. (laughs) Manscaped. <laughs> I don't think we have the uh, the uh, forty plus crowd listening too much to sell the uh, blue pills too. <laughs> oh yeah, the blue chew. Uh, well, you'd be surprised. The uh, Total Soccer Show, which uh, James Jones and I both listen to, they advertise for blue chew, and they, they, I imagine their set is forty and under or uh, under forty. So. Uh, all right. Uh, speaking of older people uh, trying to bring back the glory days, uh, I thought you're. I thought you were going to say speaking of boner pills. You no, know, <laughs> you can. I guess I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's a topic I'm going to call "Back in My Day." So I posed a question on Twitter earlier, earlier tonight, uh, and just said, "If you could bring back something Auburn related from the way you know it used to be in the past, what would it be?" Anything from you know, uniforms, game day experience, tailgating, just general things about the university, um, just not specific players. Like, don't say, oh, I want Bo back. Or, I want <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's yeah. the easy one. Right. Uh, yeah. Any, anything else, uh, you know, if you could just make one change of bringing something back, what is it? Uh, so I guess the, the first thing that came to my mind, and it's a question I asked uh, some friends the other day, it was like, what would it take to restart the Georgia Tech rivalry? And it's partially selfish just for me. Like, I know everybody doesn't care about this as much. Sure. Uh, but I've got a brother who went to Georgia Tech, so it's kind of a family thing. And in my lifetime, we're 0-2 against them. And it's uh, it's brought up a lot. So there, I think they're our fourth most played rival 
and we've hardly played them in the last 30 years. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd like to, to play Georgia Tech again, even, even if it's not every year, you know, maybe you know, one home and home every decade or something like that. Right. Uh, like see them on schedule again. Yeah, I mean, that, um, that, that would be fun. Um, it's, it's unfortunate that they are just not really on the level that we are, and so then they become a, a team that we have to pay to play. Basically, um, it, you know that, that it is unfortunate, and you know I do wonder if there's hesitancy there because you know they have won the last two in the last thirty years or whatever it is. Yeah, I, so, I don't really want to think about Reggie Ball anymore. So whatever yes. we got to do to exercise those demons. Good lord. Um, yeah, th- both of those were while I was in school too, which is it makes it all Oof. worse. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm not sure if Auburn lost any of their their non-con games while I was a student. Uh, let's see, because it was Washington State freshman year, the State sophomore year, and they beat Louisville junior year. Who was the 2016 opponent? Um, oh, Clemson. Okay, they lost that one. So 16 lost. and 17, they lost Clemson. <laughs> so they, they lost a bunch while I was in school. Uh, they lost uh, to USC twice my first two years. Uh, uh, twice. <laughs> Uh, and lost to uh, Georgia Tech twice. Um, and Is that first Wazoo game when you were there? Yes. Uh, like oh, six, I think. I think it was my senior year, maybe. Well, no, wait. It might have been 05. I can't, can't remember what year you that was. It Tech in 05, so I don't know if we doubled up. I remember exactly where I was sitting, but I don't, I don't remember what year that was. Um, this is one of the rare, rare times yeah. I sat in the in – side part of the uh, uh, student section. Um, I do think it's interesting that it wasn't a home and home with Washington State. Like We brought them here twice. Yeah. Um, It would be hard to get to, but I think it'd be a pretty fun road trip to go to Pullman. Yeah. We did beat uh, Syracuse uh, the one time. 2006, by the way. Yeah, okay. So that was my next to last football season. That's right, folks. I managed to squeeze uh, what six football seasons out of my time at Auburn? So, oh, anyway. hold on, is 2007 uh, in that list? Yes, that's not the USF season, is it? Uh, yes, it is. It absolutely <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yep. Uh, I'm pretty sure I was in Birmingham that night. Uh, yep, anyway. Oh, what a time. Uh, yeah, so I yeah I managed to squeeze six football seasons out of my bachelor's degree. But hey, whatever. <laughs> um, things I would like to bring back. Let's see. Um, well, I'd love to bring Coyotes back. It hasn't been gone that long, though. That's a good answer, though. <laughs> Southeastern is, by the way, if you haven't been there, it's awesome. But uh, oh, yeah, a lot of people have some good memories of Q's. Or non memories, depending on how you think Nothing, nothing is, yeah, I've got some great memories from Q. Uh, uh, I'd like to bring the uh, the trees, the original trees back. Yeah, so, that was a pretty common answer on Twitter. Uh, um, Mr. Gaddies would be on my list as well. It is coming back, isn't it? Uh, it is, it is. It won't be the same. I've been to Mr. <laughs> Gaddies since up in Kentucky, it wasn't the same. Um, so what's what's the draw for Mr. Yetis? Because I've I've never even heard of it until I saw they were building. It's it's a it's a pizza buffet, um, and, and the way it was when I was in school, I lived right next door to it. It was in that Northcut Realty building that was. Uh, uh, and, and if anybody uh, that's uh, been around here a little longer, they'll remember it being in a different place too. But it was in that uh, what's now a Northcut Realty building, um, kind of behind the hotel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's right beside the Commons. Um, okay. Which is no longer called the Commons. I don't know what it's called. Um, but it uh, it was right in there. It was dark. Um, <laughs> it was... Uh, I, I don't know what that building was before. I, if anybody knows what, what was there before, it, I, I, I want to say it was kind of looks like a Hardee's, but I don't think it was a Hardee's because there's no drive-thru. Maybe a Pizza Hut? Uh, I'm really not sure, but uh, you know, it, they just 
I don't know. It was cheap, dirt cheap buffet pizza uh, that wasn't CC's. Uh, I remember loving their mac and cheese. Better than CC's? Yeah, well, I liked it better than CC's. Uh, okay. they, they had mac and cheese that was just straight up craft mac and cheese. They just made the back and That's put in there. What's wrong with that? Delicious. It, uh, it was perfect for a guy that was just, you know, didn't, you know, he lived in a uh, dorm and, you know, I wasn't. The closest thing I could do was heat up those, you know, the single mac and cheese things, but it just wasn't the same. So I, that that was what I loved about that place. But uh, yeah, Gaddy's ruled. Uh, it's coming back. I doubt it'll be the same. I I went to the one in Kentucky. It was not the same. So uh, I'm going to throw one more thing in there. Being able to drive down Thatch in into uh in onto campus okay. it doesn't affect me. But uh, as a student, that you stopped being able to do that while I was a student, and uh, it was a total bummer because you couldn't get dropped off like right in front of Haley or anything like that. So. A little bit of that you can go in, and they've even put a, a um, yeah yeah guard yeah, booth up the last couple of years. But yeah. uh, since I was in engineering, a lot of those engineering buildings were right there at Ross, uh, so right. I could just kind of get dropped off there, but. Uh, been a lot of long nights in Ross. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right. So, a uh, friend of the program at James Jones, uh, he said tailgating in the quad. There was oh yeah, close to the stadium, and you didn't have to block off space on Friday night. Oh, um, I can't. I can't believe I didn't say the the Eagles Nest too. A lot of people said the Eagles Nest. Uh, I'm just gonna mention that later. Um, I've tailgated in the quad with like a student organization that was doing it there or something. I mean, you know, that's not really like what you want out of a tailgate, but free food food and, you know, close to stadium. Uh, I can imagine it's a lot more fun. It's fun down there. uh, It's fun down there on black alumni weekend. Yeah. It's super (laughs) fun down there. I've been down there a few times. It's it's, it's good. It's good times. Um, There was just kind of a lot of conversation about, yeah, tailgating pre-tailgate guys or pre-white tents. Yeah. Uh, I never really got that experience because by the time I was student, it was white tents are all over the green space, a couple other yeah. areas. But, uh, I mean, what, yeah. what was it like before that? Was it, you just get there first thing Saturday morning? or? Uh, yeah, well, no. <laughs> no, people would come uh, Wednesday and start, like, blocking off stuff for themselves. And, and uh, I there's a little give and take there, uh, the white tent stuff. I, I think the white tents look awful. I, I, I would love... They make a lot of money for university, I imagine. I, I would love if they would not have white tents, if they were orange and blue or blue and white or, you know, different colors. Just kind of mixed up a little bit. Yeah, not, not just all white, I think, looks terrible, uh, tacky even, I would say, even though it yep. costs a lot of money to rent one of those. Um uh, it was a it was a different thing. I mean, the the way tailgate worked, the tailgating worked when I first got here, and, and before when I used to come down here, it, it slowly eroded over those thirty or so years. Um, you know, you used to you could park wherever you wanted to park, um, and you could just pull up wherever, whenever, and start tailgating. Um, Did and, that include the RVs? Because I saw a lot of people talking about RVs being near campus, and now they're just kind of pushed off to the side. Yeah, you you could have an RV. Where, I mean, you could literally park wherever you wanted to park. Um, and that that stopped right about the time I got got to Auburn. Um, they started saying places where you could and couldn't park, and each year they cut off more of that. Um, and tailgating was just a different thing. There was it, it was more. It was less corporate, I guess, than it is now. Um, and it, interestingly, it, you would think they would, I, I guess it makes sense that it's gone that way because only people with that kind of money can afford to go to the game anyway. Like a regular family can't go to the games now, really. I mean, it, it's nearly yeah, $100, I mean, so like, $100 to go to just a regular, like, yeah. Not big game, so. Oh, even the even the individual games right now. I took a look on 
StubHub just to see what they were going for. Yeah. And mind you, a lot of this is like, we just announced full capacity. Right. right. It, yeah. Uh, special, special you, circumstances. You have any idea what the, the Georgia ticket was, for example? Just a oh, minimum well, in the door? I, I'd say $400. Yeah, you're not getting in the door with that. 525 Jesus. And the, the uh, Auburn at Penn State game. Oh. Uh, I've already got a flight going up there. Tickets were up near 600 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, it has to come down. You got to think. Yeah. I well that that's uh that's uh, unofficially our our buddy uh Golson's uh 40th birthday weekend. It's not really it was supposed to kind of be that weekend and now it's like a weekend after or something but uh he really wants to go and man those prices. I'm just like dude just, uh, I don't know. I'm happy it's, I booked my flight ahead of time. Well, so, uh, I, and I wanted like I looked into a flight flight like this time last year. And I, I could have gotten one for like two hundred bucks round trip. Now, now it's way up there, but but uh, Nelson wants to drive. Yeah, I hotels and Airbnbs into the room oh, too, dude. Uh, my buddies I did find. Luckily, I booked mine right before, uh, like some of the restrictions were coming up. So yeah, yeah. I, I think I could, if it doesn't work out, I think I could change my flight with right. Delta. Um, um, the, um, a, a friend of mine found a Airbnb about an hour away for uh, 150 bucks. Um, oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> he's thinking about doing it. I I don't know. Uh, uh, my wife doesn't really want me to go, so um, I probably won't be going anyway. Definitely going to South Carolina though. That one's that one's happening this year. But that takes us a long way away from uh, our subject of uh, <laughs> at hand here. Uh, at and gonna guess on the pronunciation, Nauman Eric, N A U M A N N. As far as game day related, I missed the Phil, Phil Neal artwork tickets. I know it's a small thing, but evokes a lot of strong memories from my youth. It's a really good answer. I uh, just missed tickets. We won't have. Yes, we don't get tickets. Yeah, anymore. Oh no. But even before that, I mean, it was just like a generic Auburn logo right. on cardstock. Um, so I, like, I, I never felt like a strong reason to hang on to tickets, uh, mm. just because they all look exactly the same, I guess. But got a giant yeah, those old artwork them. ones. Like I've seen a calendar of the Phil Neal programs. Yeah, I'm those sure are the cool. tickets look pretty similar. Um, yeah, it's a good answer there. Uh, at Rusty Grice, uh, the Eagles aviary between Haley Center and Parker Hall on what is now called the Green. Uh, yep. Great to walk to class and see the Eagle every day. Uh, yeah, a lot of people have the same sentiment there. I, I think I only saw the Eagle's Nest maybe twice. Uh, mm. By the time like, I started coming to a lot more games, it was already gone as they were building the new student center. Yeah. Um, so it was there when you were in school, right? Was not the whole time the uh, student center was built. Um, student center opened, uh, <laughs> I, I want to say the spring after I graduated in December. Uh, that makes sense. So I think it was around 2008. So. There was a giant hole there in the middle of uh, that uh, was a hindrance to like my last two years of school. Uh, basically, everywhere there? I needed to be. Empty green space in the student center? Say what now? What was it, the student center before they? Cleared that out. Uh, it was just the green space. There, the okay. the Eagles Nest was over there on the hill, and there it was just a green space uh, where the uh, um, uh, transit drop off is. There was that wasn't there, right? Because um, the, the Eagles Nest is where the like the bus station is, right? Yeah, more or less. It was, uh, yeah, pretty much. It was right outside the stadium, like there. right by the box yeah. office, big yeah. AU sign at the yard line. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was pretty sweet. It's pretty cool to have a, a live mascot like that and something you could go look at um, just any time. But um, it, it was not there for very long when uh, uh, me and some of the other guys uh, from the site were in school. Um, they, they moved them out where they are now, which I believe is on Wire Road, but I, I am not sure. Where that would make sense. Have you been out to the Raptor show before? I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know they did a show. My nephew, I guess back in 2019, he was still a little too young to kind of get it, but I'm wanting to take him this fall. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know they did a show. I, I'll, I'd yeah, love to every Friday for uh, game days. Huh. 
Okay. Yeah. I have to say, they'll do a couple with the, you know, the different Raptors they've got, and then I, I think you can like, get your picture made with the Eagle and everything. Oh, man. So. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> so, another one I thought was interesting, and I'm curious how long ago he was here. Uh, at Rod File 45 said, rent for $150 a month. Oh my gosh! I, I just got to update me because even uh, Ridgewood rent was two fifty a month when I was here. So, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, my uh, my rent, my half of the rent on my little apartment, uh, where w- one of those giant skyscrapers is off of uh, Glen and Wright Street there, um, was two seventy five, and that was two thousand three. So, uh, <laughs> one hundred fifty dollars, man. I guess that's uh my dad was probably kind of thinking he was like why are you how how are you paying this much money this is way too much money i guess he was sort of thinking of the uh, 150 dollar type rent so which yeah, at the time at the time uh 275 was still it was pretty good for auburn um you know it wasn't it wasn't uh trailer trailer park money but it was uh it was pretty it was good for an apartment especially one with it like within walking distance yeah so I've got a sister in high school right now, and uh, she's looking at coming to Auburn. And you know, out of state is crazy expensive. So she may end up living with me for a couple of years. Just I mean, we were looking at like apartment costs. You know, walking distance from campus now, it is uh, obscene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Charging for those new skyscrapers. Yeah, I, I just saw that where they built a bunch of them over there where the uh, bird. Um, apartments were. Um, Bird One is still there. Um, buddy of mine lived in those apartments uh, his freshman year, which is was my senior year in high school, and uh, I I hadn't been over there in quite a while, and I was shocked to see that they're almost done with this giant uh, parking deck that's as big as uh, any apartment buildings and uh, apartment buildings to match. It was crazy. Um, they're building a Publix downtown now? Yeah, uh, I sort of knew that was coming. Um, yeah. I'm curious. Uh, I mean, I, a, a grocery downtown is not a bad idea if you can have that many apartments, but I'm curious how that's going to uh, work with traffic on Gay right there because it's already a nightmare. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I've i always want, I wondered. They've been trying to do a apartment or a grocery store downtown for a long time now. I. Now it makes more sense than it did uh, five, ten years ago when they were yeah. first talking about trying to do it. I mean that there was that was part of the plan with what was going to go at uh, Coyotes for a while. I think the the city had this big uh, plan with the where Coyotes and the uh, um, hotel was, and then stuff fell through. It, it's it's weird weird stuff, you know. It, building projects in a city things fall fall through all the time um there's supposed to be one somewhere else oh where the parking deck is uh downtown there's supposed to be a new one uh, no the old, well, I guess the, old, I two new now, but... the old one um okay uh yeah it was supposed to be a grocery store of some sort uh, you know i'm not a city guy so it just never made sense for reasons like you stated with parking and stuff and traffic and this town is not built for all this stuff. Um, and I, you know, pardon me while I go off on a little bit of a riff. Um, traffic is awful in this town cause it's a, it's a town that is built for uh, 15,000 people to live in it. And there are at times, uh, probably 90,000 people living here and it's uh, residency is like 64, 65,000 at this point. Plus university. But yeah. So plus, and then you add the university and everything with that on top of it. So it, the infrastructure of this town is, is just not built for this and there's not a whole lot they can do and they don't seem to want to do a whole lot about it or even be attempt yeah, to it. It, it has definitely surprised me with all the development they've been doing that at least four laning uh, most of those roads downtown hasn't been part of it right and i know that's it's difficult to do 
Yeah, I mean they can't College Street I'm over, yeah. in the, in the middle of town, but um, oh, um, I, I it's it's uh, I I don't want to be the oh they're changing my town kind of thing, but it's just like I I just I don't know what they're thinking because I don't know how how long they can make all this stuff work. Because uh, it, it's kind of like putting band-aids on it, and at least now they're putting, you know, parking decks downtown, which they should have done right. a long time ago. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, as as a younger person in Auburn, like I don't, I didn't come to Auburn a bunch growing up, uh, and so I, I've really only seen Auburn the past decade or so consistently, and I don't mind a lot of the changes that they're making, uh, and sure. I, it's a lot of. Like you said, there's a lot of people of oh, they're changing my town. I don't want anything over two stories, pretty much. Yeah, and, and you can't. A little I mean, yeah, you can't just expect the town to stay like it is. I mean, every town that's ever tried to do that just dies. I mean, you can yeah. see. I mean, if you talk to people that were here in the '80s, they'll tell you there were no restaurants downtown. Yeah, there was. Right. Yeah, I mean, there was. Uh, I guess the Burger King went in. There's Tumors and there's you know, Santa Fe's. Uh, and then other than that, like it was just offices or whatever was there. Yeah. Um, it's like I mean, we're before that, I mean, I, downtown didn't even expand out anywhere close to where it is now. No. Um, I mean, th- this was true it, it, until probably late '90s. This is still just a small town, and, and I I think what some people probably struggle with is that they think of it like that and but it hasn't been that for nearly 30 well at least 20 years now um i mean it just hasn't been and yeah. I, I their their solution while i while i was in school here was to start building apartments really far away like uh all, all the big apartment complexes yeah yeah uh, uh and you know, there's smaller ones spread our spread around town. There's uh, ones down Longleaf, stuff like that. Um, and you know, that made sense. There's a lot of land here in Auburn, and 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 expanding out makes sense. But um, you know, you, you move people further away from campus, and it, it creates other problems. It creates more traffic that you have to deal with coming in and out of uh, of downtown whereas if you do this where you build all these places for people to live downtown and you um you know you build the infrastructure for them like uh the um grocery store uh then you you alleviate some of that traffic stuff um and and i think maybe that's probably a good solution better solution than well anything they've tried up to now i suppose yeah, to your point, I think it, it works a lot better if, if they can fill out these apartment buildings with students. That benefits everybody, I think, it, especially better than having you know several thousand students driving to campus every day. Yeah, uh, uh, they, the they issue, can have walking. I, I'm afraid they might be pricing some of them out. Yeah, that that's the issue. Um, but I guess I mean the more more loans and stuff that are given handed out than and the more people that are uh, arguably foolish enough to just take a bunch of loans to go to school um i guess it's likely that those people are going to be the students not you know a 28 year old taking out a loan to live downtown <laughs> right right no I, I yeah i don't i don't think there'll be that uh surely not um I you know I I think you're insane if you're not in school and you're trying to live uh, in <laughs> for uh, that kind of money um, or, or you just hate money maybe um, but you know who knows who knows what we'll see I, I basically not one fifty a month put it that way <laughs> yeah yeah to bring it back around uh, I don't uh, we're not going to see any rent like that even if they can't sell these things uh, we're not going to see anything even close to what I paid. Uh, and, and and what the expensive things were when I when I was in school, I don't think we'll ever see that again. So, so we had a couple of responses just about Jordan Hare in general, whether it was the the jumping tiger scoreboard. Oh yeah, the, the noise meter was a popular one. Um, again, things I don't 
really have a ton of experience with, so maybe we can talk to those. Um, the the I mean the the jumping tiger scoreboard is the greatest thing that was ever in that stadium, <laughs> and uh, I'll I'll be forever mad that they got rid of it. Tiger eyes, I can be without tiger eyes. Um, I, you know the thing I thought was, was that on, so was that on the north end zone or the south end. Zone? Uh. I always get the opposite of the jumbotron or where it is. Yeah, opposite. J- Jumbo okay. tigers were. So I don't understand why they didn't leave that there then, because like I get needing to put a video board on to make it a modern stadium. Uh, if I a retro one too, I, I'm sure I'll get corrected on this. I think it was removed when we went to using tiger eyes for everything. Ah, um, because the the jumping tiger logo is no longer in, in vogue. Um, so is Tiger Eyes the least favorite Auburn logo? Oh, absolutely. I you know it, it yeah, like seems I'm wondering be, if it's gonna make like it's it's retro run in 15. It weeks. seems to be making a comeback now, and I am not yeah. I, it I still loved feels it. it still feels like oh this is like just a decade old. And so it's more than that now, but well and, and for you it uh it would have been the major logo when you first encountered Auburn, probably. Right, it, it it was on a lot of stuff, and it's just I don't know. I, even at that point, I already liked the jumping tiger, the eagle through the A, and yeah. all the stuff. I um I, I really liked the tiger eyes when it first when we first did it, which is like it feels very mid two thousand. It, it was nineteen ninety eight, I believe, and oh, we okay, so, even, we so it was did, ahead of its time. But. We did that at the exact same time that Alabama updated their logo to sort of a similar deal, and I I always wondered if it was the same like company, uh, the same PR company, uh, surely that, not. that did surely. them both. Um, and uh, it, it was you know like a new era. Um, funnily enough, that was the era that we were arguably the, well, I mean, we're definitely the most successful team in the state. We beat them a ton, Um, but it's the logo, the most dated looking of any of the logos, which is just funny. I have noticed it. It may may have its retro run, but uh, it it never worked for me. I have noticed it's showing up on a lot of stuff lately. I, I had a Tiger Eyes logo uh, vinyl sticker on my Jeep Cherokee. No, uh, oh, I, I had a, I did have a hat that I really liked for a while. This is a Navy hat, Tiger Eyes logo, and on the brim it was orange instead of Auburn on it. That, that was like my middle school hat. <laughs> yeah, uh, my my hat that uh, I had in high school had the Tiger Eyes on the on the back of it. So there, there were some other uh, comments. Like, you know, there's some people in favor of the orange face masks. Uh, yeah, buddy. Of, I, I bring back the bring back the the drop shadow. That's what I drop want. Shadow. Um, um, so there's a lot of uh, different restaurants and things around town people like. Um, but I think uh, probably the the best answer we got. And again, not not a rare one. There's a couple responses with it. Uh, it was a supper club. R.I.P. Oh, the supper yeah. club. <laughs> I um, you know, I never got to go. Oh, that's. <laughs> I'm going to say something controversial. You didn't, didn't like. You, you didn't miss anything. Unless you really love dive bars. <laughs> that was the uh, point. It's like it wasn't great, but. Yeah, I I did <laughs> see the uh, Velcro pygmies there once. That was I mean that was yeah. pretty fun. You know. Uh, I, most people's memories are tied to being uh, so drunk they didn't really remember it uh, there, is what I would suggest. Um, so has, has it been replaced by Fat Daddies? Oh, God. You know, here's the thing with Fat Daddies. I used to, I, like, it's bizarre to me that it has become the late night, like, supper club replacement because it was the diviest of dives that I would go to with my uh, retail uh, fellow retail employees and do karaoke with on Thursday nights. Um, it, it like, it was, it's, it's weird. I don't know. It's weird that it is what it is now. Um, 
sad that Supper Club is gone because it is it had long. It, it was there forever. It was a rite of passage for so many to have gone to it, um, and that's sad. Um, it's it's always sad to. I'm a sentimental person, so it's always sad to me to lose something like that. Um, I think it's like fairly well known as oh, that's an Auburn thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think we're probably only uh, 10 years from that. Like, nobody even really mentioning it in Auburn. Um, you know, whereas... Yeah, all uh, the old talk about it at the tailgate. Right. Whereas all, Chris, Chris Fowler, you know, mentioned it on game day. And, you know, it's not... Uh, you know, it's not going to happen again. And yeah, I, but, I don't uh, think... I the next generation for for not knowing. Sorry, you broke up, Ryan. Yeah, you get a little shoddy on your end, too. No, I said it's going to be uh, what you guys make fun of me for for not knowing. That's what I'll get to do with Supper Club for the next generation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't know about Supper Club? I will have to mention that I was 19 when it closed. But... <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, uh, uh, any other things that uh, blast the past nostalgia for Auburn? Oh, shoot, I'm trying to think. Um, Being able to walk into Beard Eves with no line. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, I never experienced that as a student. That's for sure. Uh, I'll say something I don't miss is the the wristbands they used to give out for student entrance rather than just having a card. It was the it was awful, and it it was the thing until they were still giving out wristbands but that was that I was never had wristbands i had ignited cards. That, that was for block seating that i'm thinking of in, in 2010. Oh, they yeah. stopped doing wristbands God, i can't remember if that was while we were in school and I, I it was while i was in school you you could just swipe your tiger card uh, and then uh, maybe the year after, shortly thereafter, at least by 2010, they were doing um, the ignited cards instead of your tiger card. That yeah, uh, I did see they, they actually went back this year to combining the tiger and ignited cards. Oh, that's smart. Really always split in the first it's really place. Di- really dumb. I, somebody got paid a lot of money to split it up. I'm sure <laughs> to, to make that decision. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I don't miss the wristbands. You had to, you got a wristband to go in. Is is basically what it was. Um, and, and, you know, it's been so long now. I can't remember exactly the process. Um, but that that was annoying. Um, and, and you know, te- technology had not quite advanced yet to the point um, where it is now. Obviously, where you can just swipe a card and get in. So. I want to say you still had to swipe your card. It was it was really dumb, dumb thing. <laughs> um, you know, two factor before there was two factor. Yeah, right, right. Uh, yeah, I, I I miss I miss the uh, I miss the small town feel of Auburn. Uh, oh, I would be remiss to not mention Bodega. That uh, that's one that I can't believe was not in the replies, and uh, I think a bit more fondly than I think of Supper Club. So, so it was the vault when I got here. Was it Bodega right before that? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was Bodega. It got bought by um, the people that own Moe's. Uh, well, not bought. Okay. Uh, it was something else a long time ago. I don't remember what it was before it was Bodega. Um, but it was Bodega going back to when I was in high school and coming here. Because um, I remember thinking, that's the coolest bar in town. I want to I be able to go there. Um, and it, it was Bodega until 2000 and... No, it would have been 2007 or 8, probably. Um, 
the, the person that had owned it sold and the people that own most Southwest grill and uh, another uh, gentleman uh, that was a uh, pretty well known in the bar scene around Auburn uh, purchased it. He purchased a minority stake in it and he, he ran it for him basically. Um, and that was the vault and the, the vault was open. I guess it lasted what? 10 years. Yeah. It closed around 20, 20- well, it was empty for a couple of years, but I think it, the vault closed like 2013 or 14. Okay. Well, uh, and as you may have noticed, most everyone uh, of a certain vintage still called it Bodega um, the whole time. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was cool. And, you know, it closed down and it's a, it's a property that's... I mean that's coveted real real estate there, um, and it would be hard for anyone to uh, offer the kind of money that maybe a chain or something else like that could offer to uh, rent that space. So, guy bar two. Yeah, it's uh, yeah right. Uh, no, Pat and Dan uh, would not. Uh, they would not be allowed to purchase that uh, or set up shop there. Uh, I, do we need to be careful about what we say here? I, I well, I can just say that with some certainty. They they don't own that, and um, uh, I will leave it at that. Um, but now it's going to be something else. Cool. So maybe people will be happier now that it's not going to be a pizza chain. So I think it, oh, everybody knows what it's going to be, right? That's yeah, it's whatever. That? No, that, that's public. Yeah, okay, you don't have to. No. But, but public knowledge, it's going to be water. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be a chain burger place, but, uh, you know, whatever. A chain that Auburn doesn't have yet, at least. So. Yeah, well, and one that we've, we've covered. Like, we finally checked Krispy Kreme off the off the want list. Uh, we checked Hooters off while I was in school, and that was a miserable failure. And uh, and then we, uh, we, checked, uh, we checked Krispy Kreme off after it – being rumored to come here for literally since I started school here. Uh, it only took them like 15 years. Uh, and now we're getting a Whataburger. So. All right. Well, uh, I think that's all we got. Uh, we're coming up on almost an hour. It's an off season. Uh, I'll be out next week. I don't know if you and Crow are taking it on or we'll just take another vacation week. Uh, yeah, it could. Uh, I guess we should just say uh, off season. It could be a little spotty. Don't give up on us. Don't unsubscribe. We'll we'll still be here. Um, it's just not. We'll read a book. Don't listen to us all summer. Uh, just go back. If you're gonna have to do like I have to do, and go back and listen to all uh, five of the previous Supernova in the East, so you can remember what uh, where you're at, and uh, <laughs> then listen to the. Uh, current five hour, five hour, 45 minutes, I believe, is what I just saw when I looked at the uh, old podcast. That should get you to the poll. Yeah. Uh, if you were interested in our Star Wars discussion, I can recommend a, a Star Wars podcast, Rebel Force Radio. It's a good, good pod. Uh, check that out. They do a uh, breakdown of Bad Batch every week. Got any, you got any uh, pod recommendations, Ryan? Uh, let's see what I'm listening to right now. Uh, we haven't uh, brought it up tonight, so uh, I think we're uh, need to do our Auburn Observer plug. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Observer <laughs> podcast. Let's see. I, I can't believe he uh, resisted going with uh, the Observer, uh, um, just straight up. That being the name of it, I, I'm glad he didn't. It was that's too easy. Easy, but uh, let's see. Yeah, Split Zone Duo, great college football podcast from the National. Uh, perspective uh, when the Braves win I like listening to Talking Chuck uh, kind of depressing the last couple weeks um, there's always the Hawks yeah, yeah. I, so Crow called me a Fairweather Hawk, or a Bandwagon Hawks fan and he's not wrong uh, I did not <laughs> watch any Hawks games last five years or so um, but it's fun in the playoffs and I like uh, giving him a hard time about uh, Trey having more playoff wins than Luca does. Oh, so. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd like to have, I, I'd like to know what happened uh, with the Mavs this year and when, when they're actually going to be good with that, uh, that generational talent they have. 
Um, but he's not here to answer that question. So, Hawks won the trade. All right. Oh man, he'll never live it down if the Hawks uh, go to the finals. <laughs> they play like they did the night against the Sixers. They won't. But... Well, all right. Have a worry good weekend. Yeah.